0: Hi there, it's Troy Francis welcoming you to another podcast. I hope that you've had a fantastic weekend. I hope that you've enjoyed yourself, whether you were going out and partying or whatever it was that you were doing to entertain yourself and that now on Monday you are back into your routine and all is going well in your world or whatever day you're listening to this of course. So look, what have I been up to and what am I going to be talking about today? Well, it's been quite an interesting period for me. I'm currently working on a new book, uh, which is actually going to be a novel. So I'm working on a fiction book, which is something that I haven't done for quite a long time. And... Yeah, so that's brought its own challenges with it. Now, I'll be letting you know more about this in due course, but suffice to say that it is written very much uh, with my audience in mind. So I think it's something you're going to find very interesting. It's going to be talking a lot about social issues that we're all very familiar with if you follow the... You know, the men's side of the internet, if you like, if you follow sort of game and um, manosphere type writers, then this is definitely going to be of interest to you. Uh, But I hope that it will broaden out to touch on wider societal themes that I think are really relevant at the moment. So, anyway, that is to come uh, a bit later in the year, but I've been working on that, or at least starting to work on that. And I've been trying some different new processes with it. And I have to say, so far it's been going really well and it's been uh, a lot of fun to do. So I will keep you posted on that. Aside from that, uh, well, I'm promoting my bundle of um, nine dating and game books, which is called Renegade Dating Blueprint. Now, that has been on sale for a long time at $35 for the whole bundle, which is to be frank, ridiculously cheap, because you get nine of my best-selling books in that one bundle. So that price is going to be going up next week. So this is the last week that you can get the bundle for just $35. So if you are interested in improving your game and dating skills, if you want to learn more about the sexual marketplace and just generally my you know, thoughts and Observations on that, then I would encourage you to grab that bundle as soon as you can for the $35. Aside from that, the main bit of news, I guess, is that my new book, uh, which is called Approach Her Like Chad, is doing incredibly well on Amazon. And it's getting five-star reviews, some of which I posted out onto Twitter. I know guys are really enjoying it, really finding it very useful indeed. So if that's something that interests you, if you want to learn, you know how to get great at approaching girls like a rock star, with incredible confidence and aplomb and effortlessness then that is the book for you and it is cost it sorry it costs 3.49 so it's less than the price of a coffee and you can get hold of that book so that is a great bargain i would encourage you to get hold of that and let me know what you think okay so that's just the update from me and a little bit of shilling if you like let's get into the meat and drink of the podcast because what i want to be talking about today is the idea of being boring and i suppose more specifically how not to be boring because i think you know having coached a lot of guys having been through the whole arc of uh, you know going from not being very good socially to becoming a lot better socially and then also having read a lot of other people's experiences and been in touch with other people who coach guys and so on you know i've got quite a wealth of experience now in this subject matter and What can I say? One of the things, one of the key things that all of this comes down to, and I'm talking here specifically about about game, about getting good with dating, about getting good with approaching women, holding conversations with them, uh, exchanging contact details, and then going on to date uh, successfully, and, and getting to relationships as well. One of the big issues that guys have, or a lot of guys have, is and I don't want to sugarcoat this or varnish it, so I have to be very straightforward here. A lot of guys are just a bit bloody boring. Now, that is a problem, because how do you get around this idea of being boring, and how do you become not boring? And in a sense, you could say that all of game is about guys becoming not boring and uh, becoming interesting instead. That is kind of the fundamental thing, I suppose. So, what do we do about this, and how do we uh, eradicate it? Well, I've done a tweet, which is going out later on today, and I'll read it to you now. I want to start off with a quote, and I'm going to quote myself, because you should always quote an authority. So, the, quote, the, quote, uh, sorry, the tweet says no one is inherently boring. What you are is repressed. You have universes inside you, but you are afraid to reveal them to others. So what I'm saying here is, you you know, nobody actually is boring. Being boring doesn't exist as this kind of condition that you are condemned to and for life and that's it. You're not really boring. What you are is you are afraid to express yourself freely, particularly in the company of attractive women. And that fear to express yourself freely is holding you back socially. And it's frankly getting in the way of what could otherwise be good experiences meeting girls. And then I go on to say you have universes inside you, but you're afraid to reveal them to others. Well, Exactly, you know, because here's the thing, right? Any human being who is, let's say, over the age of 18, 18 to 20, whatever, you know, however old people are who are listening to this podcast, you have had already in your life so many experiences, so many multifaceted, wondrous experiences of life, of emotion, of travel, of experience, even if You've just lived in the same house for your entire life, and you've lived in the same village, and you haven't left that village, and you you lead a very sedate, orderly, unventurous life. You have still, in the course of your 18 to 20 years on the planet, amassed a vast pool of memories, a vast, incredible vat of experience, of impressions of thoughts of dreams of wonder all of that stuff is in you it's in your subconscious it's in your it's in your brain now most of us i suspect listening to this have probably had slightly more interesting lives than that you know they have we have not just lived in one place we have traveled we have been to different countries we have had relationships we have had Conflict, we've had experiences, we've had happiness, we've had sadness, and so on and so forth. And all of that material is there, it lay it lies dormant within us, and we can use that material to create great conversation. We can use that material to not be boring, because in the end, you can't say that. I mean, human experience is, by definition, not boring, because human experience is life. Human experience is the foundation of what we all call life. So you can't be boring if you're talking about your experience of living on this planet as a human being. You can only be boring if you present it in the wrong way, or if you you repress yourself in some shape or form. So... The point is that you've already got everything that you need inside you to be incredibly charismatic, to be incredibly interesting, to have girls and indeed other guys hanging on your every word, waiting for you to say the next thing, waiting for you to drop the next incredible and exciting sentence, because you've already experienced so much. And the other thing is that creativity, and conversation is a form of creativity, works by sparking off stimulus. So you're going to get stimulus from other people. So you'll be sitting down in the bar with the girl and she will say something like, oh, uh, I am going on holiday to Argentina later in the year. Now that will spark something off in you. It might be you've been to Argentina, in which case you can talk about Buenos Aires and your experiences traveling and, and everything else. But equally, it could be, it sparks or something laterally in you so you might talk about how actually you love to travel but you've been to some other places you've been somewhere that uh people had told you was similar to uh Argentina and you might want to talk about that or you might say something like well actually I wouldn't travel there because I'm afraid of flying and these are the reasons I'm afraid of flying because this terrible experience happened to me when I was a kid and you might expand upon that or you might it might spark off some other things. So you might say, well, I've never been to Argentina. However, I have been to Russia. And this is what happened to me when I went to Russia. It was incredible. I've got to tell you this story. Now, the way that this works is that the more unfettered you are by repression, the more open and free you are, the easier it is for you to To speak, the easier it is for you to just open yourself out and communicate to the other human being in front of you, in this case, the woman. When you are repressed, that is when something is holding you back, then it's very, very hard for you to do that indeed. So, what we need to work on is not making you more interesting because we start from the base assumption that you are interesting enough already. What we have to do is to make you less repressed so that it's easier for you to reveal yourself and the universes within you to other people. So really, boredom is a state of mind. Boredom is something that you create or something that you perpetuate, and it comes from your own brain. It comes from your own mind. It's not just, you know... um, It's not an entity in its own right. It is um, something that you think about yourself. It's a designation that you choose to take on for yourself, and you can equally choose not to take on for yourself. So, look, what do we want to be? If we're not repressed, then where do we want to take ourselves so that we are not boring? Well, in terms of thinking about what women respond to, let's look at that. So what do women respond to in terms of conversation? Well they like descriptive stories they like language that tells a story but also that touches emotion and in order to do that in order to create stories but to be emotional about it as well we need to be unfettered we need to be we need to release ourselves we need to be unbridled in our ability to speak. So that all hopefully makes sense. You get where I'm coming from. But what's really, really difficult is how to actually do that in actuality. And I will tell you a bit about myself because I had difficulties with this really all through my life until some time ago now when I. I broke through it. So I was always a very shy child. I found it very difficult to relate to other people. I found it difficult to make friends. I was very repressed, really. And again, it wasn't because I was a boring person. It wasn't because I didn't have the ability to talk to people or to. I didn't have anything interesting to say. It was because I was afraid to say it because I was repressed you know I was um, I had this crushing inferiority which meant that you know I just didn't want to reveal myself I just couldn't do it because I was afraid of what would happen if I did and the fear really is of course in rejection it's that fear that you're going to reveal something of yourself and people are going to turn around and laugh at you or say well that's pointless why did you Say that, or that wasn't funny, or that wasn't interesting, or you're boring, or you know whatever it is. And so, what we need to get over is that fear of rejection. But what's underneath the fear of rejection? Well, it's the fear of meaninglessness. It's the fear that we are not worth anything. The fear that if I put myself out there, and people listen to what I have to say, or they read what I have to say, or, you know... I start a conversational gambit and it flops, then what does that mean about me? Well, it means that I am worthless. It means that I have no value as a human being. Uh, it means that, you know, I should be eradicated from the face of the earth as a monstrosity. Of course, I'm being um, overly melodramatic there, but you know what I'm saying. It's like this idea that um, if we mess up, then it takes away all of our values. And of course, that's absolute nonsense. But it's easy to know that intellectually. But how do you, um, how do you make it so that you know it emotionally? How do you create a situation where you think, well, actually, I don't care. I'm going to be unbridled. I'm just going to say what I want to say. It's very hard. Is the answer. Um, and when we think about Chad, now my last book was, um, or my, rather, my current book is called Approach Her Like Chad. And the basis of that really is, okay, so how do we become more like this mythical Chad figure who is able to walk up and talk to the girl and create instant rapport without really worrying about it or having to think about it at all. Um, And the thing that these so-called chads have in common is that they are very unfiltered. They are very... I mean, confident isn't even the right word because it's not even a question of confidence. They are just unfiltered. They are open. They are free in their communication. And the geek or the nerd, like I was, and perhaps not being rude, but perhaps many guys who aren't naturally very good with women, who aren't naturally very good socially, they're like this. They're too in their head. They're too inhibited. So... What we need to do, if you're one of those guys or you're tending towards that side of the spectrum, is we need to find ways to open you up, to make you free, okay? Uh, so I've got a couple of examples of how this has happened for me, but just to continue with what I was saying about me personally, yeah, I mean, you know, I was repressed, I was Afraid, I didn't want to be myself, I didn't want to, uh, you know, I didn't want to reveal myself. And all of that came from deep insecurity. It shifted, and I've told this story on Twitter and, and in other forms many times because I think it's important, although it's not something I would recommend. The way that things shifted for me was when I got into drinking excessively and being a bit of a I ne'er do well, you know, when I got into, um, uh, you know, taking naughty substances, drinking, partying and all of that, and also some prescription drugs as well, I should say. The consequence of all of that stuff was that I, it, it, it blew my head open, basically, and it got to this weird situation where, just as a result of the substances that I was taking, I became free, I became, um, how can I put it, it it, it just blew away all of my defences and it blew the psychic walls that I built around myself and I became able suddenly to just be unfiltered, say be yourself, I mean be yourself is an interesting philosophical question isn't it, but certainly it allowed me to become a very different character to the one that I had inhabited throughout my childhood. So, suddenly, instead of being this very introverted, nerdy kind of character, I was able to become this very flamboyant, outrageous, devil-may-care character instead. And a fairly obnoxious character as well, to be honest. But, the the truth is that... That was uh, attractive. That became very attractive to the girls that I met, and it was at that point that my dating life really took off. So, obviously, I'm not going to. Uh, I'm not. I'm not going to recommend to anybody that they should um, get into drink or drugs or anything like that, because those are very bad things, and, and ultimately they had very negative. Uh, consequences for me and my life. So that is not a route that I am suggesting that you go down at all. However, um, we need to create the circumstances whereby you can blow open your own psychic uh, fences. You can blow open your own uh, mind so that you're able to be free and unfettered as well. So let me tell you a couple of stories about things that happened to me because there's a couple of... um, suggestions that I've got now for how you can do this so the first one is I recall one time I was in a bar in Covent Garden and I remember and this was when I got into game so I've been reading the books and I've been going out and winging with people and uh, experimenting and talking to girls and all this kind of thing and one time I'm in this bar in Covent Garden I think it was called the Porter House I haven't been there since not a place that I normally go but it was a kind of place that a lot of guys who were into game went to at that time and I remember um, there was this blonde girl that I really liked she's wearing uh, a, a short skirt she's very attractive and she was with two friends and I'm there telling them this story and they're all listening rapt to the story that I'm telling and my wing is there and he's not doing as well as me and looking a bit pissed off because I'm getting all of the attention. So how did I do that? Well, I did it because I had taught myself some game and I had now a greater understanding of the underlying social dynamics of that situation than I had before. But primarily, I did it by memorizing a story and being able to articulate it live in front of these girls with, with some confidence. A little alarm going off there. So that, in a sense, that may seem to contradict what I've just said, because first off I say, when well, you need to be unbridled, you need to be unfettered, you need to be free enough to, uh, you know, just give of your own personality, and you, you do need to be all of those things. But a way to get there is by memorizing or using canned material because when you use canned material it gives you something to say from the off it it gives you um, it gives you a script that you can follow and the amazing thing about following a script is that I'm not saying you follow it forever but you follow it for a brief uh, period of time And it's like using training wheels. It's like using uh, stabilizer wheels when you're learning to ride a bike. Once you've got used to kind of being on the bike and cycling, then you can get rid of the wheels. You can get rid of the, the stabilizer wheels and you can still ride the bike because you're used to the motion. You're used to the momentum that you feel when riding a bike. So I, in the beginning, used some what we call canned stories or canned lines in order to get myself into the right headspace to talk to girls. Now, what I should say is that these canned stories weren't necessarily just stolen from the internet. I tried as much as I could to create my own material. So I would write my own lines. I would write my own little stories and prepare them before I went out. Now, you could say that's cheating, that's being not authentic and so on. And, And yes, in a way, that's correct. But I don't really see it like that. I think if you are saying something that's true to yourself, but it's just something that you've prepared beforehand, then that's okay. Because a lot of people... Will tell the same stories time and time again in different social situations. A lot of people have their own canned stories or canned lines that they'll say to lots of different people. Um, you know, it's, it's just the kind of thing that they're saying at the moment. Um, they they don't have to think about it too much, and it allows them to keep a conversation going in a in a cool way. So just because you've done it with a little bit more forethought so you may have sat down before you went out and thought, okay, so if I meet somebody what can I tell them about myself? how can I say this about myself or that? Don't think that that's a terrible terrible thing and you're being somehow incredibly fake. Just think you know that's that's cool that's just how that's just a way for me to uh, you know showcase my personality in a favorable manner. So that's one suggestion that you can do in order to break the, sort of, uh, how can I put it, the hardness around your personality. Using canned material can be a really good way just to get out of your head because you don't have to think about it. And then once your mouth is in motion and you're talking and your brain is working, then you will find that you're able to be much more articulate naturally and it kind of flows out of you. Oftentimes, the problem that we have is that in the first initial stages of a conversation or the initial stages of a uh, an interaction where we're a little bit uh, shy, perhaps we're a little bit constrained, we feel a little bit self conscious. So, we need to break out of that, and can material can be really, really helpful in terms of doing that. Now, I'll give you a second example of something that happened to me. This was with a girl called Maria, who many years ago I had, um, I kind of went out with, I had a, a bit of an affair with. Um, it was a complicated story, which I won't go into it now, but um, we had met initially many years ago, and then we met again some years later on the internet, and uh, I say on the internet, on Facebook, we reconnected, and we started talking again, and we ended up having a uh, relationship or a type of relationship. Now... The second time with her, I had made a pact with myself that I was just going to be completely myself. I was going to be completely straightforward. I wasn't going to filter myself. I wasn't going to hide anything. And so I used to have these long, long conversations with her that would sometimes go late, late, late into the night, into three o'clock in the morning and so on where we would talk about different things, but largely, you know, our emotions and the way I felt about her and all of this kind of thing. And in many ways, during this, I broke a lot of the cardinal game rules because I was a bit sappy and romantic and I was, uh, how can I put it? I was chody, you might say, in some ways, but it worked incredibly well and I was able to weave this incredibly powerful spell um, over this girl through my charisma what appeared to be my charisma and the way that I did that as I say was I made a decision to be unfiltered I made a decision just to let it come out no matter what and I remember her saying to me you talk incredibly well you know I fell in love with you because of the way that you talk and incidentally um the girl's The girl in that bar that I was talking about before, when I told the story, she said to me, you're a rare guy who knows how to talk to girls. Now, of course, the truth is that both of these girls were wrong (laughs) in the sense that I didn't really know how to talk to girls. It was something that didn't come naturally to me. It was something that was incredibly difficult for me. But it was something that I acquired by following the techniques that I'm talking about. So the first one being using canned material and the second one being making a decision just to be unbridled, making a decision to just let it all go and to just say whatever the hell I wanted to say. And what both of those things really do is they come to the same place in the end, which is that you are... You've disengaged the brain to as great an extent as you possibly can. You are opening your mouth. Words are coming out. You're not filtering yourself. You're not thinking too deeply about everything that you're saying. And you are communicating honestly on a soul level with the girl. And when I hit the right mark, and it doesn't always happen, and I'm not saying any of this is easy, but it's certainly possible... When I hit the right mark, then I can be incredibly articulate. I can be incredibly persuasive. I can talk incredibly well. And that's not because I'm a naturally born, skilled communicator. Quite the opposite. I'm not. But it's all about momentum. As with so many things in life and in game, momentum is is absolutely key here. Because once you get it going, once you get the wheels turning you will find that nature takes over and you start to be a better communicator without having to make a great effort. So one way that I would recommend that you try this, firstly, I want you to go out and practice just talking to more people. And that's a pretty obvious one. I don't think you know I'm going to win any prizes for, uh, for originality for suggesting that because a lot of dating coaches would... Uh, would recommend that course of action. You've got to go and talk to more people. However, um, I would take it a step further and say, I want you to go out and practice being random with people. I want you to go and start conversations just in the street, just with the, somebody at the bus stop, the local shopkeeper, uh, you know, the guy in the store, the barista, whatever it is. Start little conversations and be random do and 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 what you're going to find is that you can get away with a hell of a lot more than you think so you know you go to the barista and instead of talking about coffee or just saying oh, i'm sitting over there how much is it does it cost just start talking about your pet rabbit or start talking about your skateboard or the fact that your train was late that morning or whatever it is but just something completely random that has no uh, you know relevance to the current situation and what you're going to find is that you can get away with a hell of a lot more conversationally than you thought. Um, People are far more tolerant and far more willing to take a leap with you in conversation than you think you can. And what that's going to help you with is being able to disengage your brain in the nicest possible way when you are meeting new people and just talk about whatever the hell you want to talk to. So there are two parts really to effortless communication. The first is uh, momentum, and the second is turning the brain off, I suppose. So the first is you need to to create momentum, and the way that you do that, as I say, is either you use cam material, so you use structures that you've created before, or you just say to yourself, do you know what, I'm just going to do this. I'm just going to talk nonsense and I'm going to see where it goes. Or, of course, you get drunk Um, or you (laughs) take some other drugs or something like that, which I don't recommend, but that is the way that a lot of people do it. And then once you've got that momentum, then you switch the brain off and that should happen naturally. So the brain starts to switch off and then there's no filter between you and your subconscious, more or less. There's always a little filter, but there's not a big filter. And you are just communicating and you are being honestly yourself with the other person. And if you can do that, then you will start to attract people to you. Because most people can't do that and therefore it comes across as incredibly charismatic. Now I've had people say to me in the past that I'm very charismatic, which is very flattering they don't always say it. Some people don't think that at all, but some people have thought that. And it's when they felt it, it's been when I've been at my most unfiltered, at my most free. And as I say, the way you get there is firstly through momentum and then secondly through turning off the brain. Another thing to leave you with is you have to be very careful about the idea of being offensive. Don't worry too much about being inoffensive. Don't beat yourself up thinking, oh, my God, I've got to be non-offensive because otherwise what will people think, blah, blah, blah. Um, You have to try to stop worrying about that, basically. And actually, when we're talking about girls and dating, it's almost better if you can be a little bit offensive to be honest, if you can be a little bit rough around the edges. You don't want to come over as the nice guy who's trying so hard to be polite. Um, So, yeah, don't worry about being inoffensive. Get the momentum going in whatever way that you can, whatever way you have to, whether that is learning some lines, learning some stories up front. And then disengage the brain, which as I say, momentum should achieve for you anyway. But the end goal of all of this is to turn off the brain so that you're not thinking or overthinking each line that you say, each thing that you say. You're just allowing yourself to talk freely and to be at one and in the moment. Of course those things sound hippie-ish, but you know what I'm saying. You've just got to be present and talking. And the less barrier that she feels between the two of you, the more intimate the conversation is going to feel, and the more attracted She's likely to be to you. So this stuff is really important, you know, in terms of attraction. And um, as I say, I mean, you, you look at the guy. I remember one time in Ibiza, we were watching this guy, Australian guy, I think he was. And he was talking to this beautiful Brazilian girl. And he talked to her for, you know, 45 minutes or something like that. And she was chatting back and smiling and laughing and everything. And the guys there were so impressed because... Uh, it's so difficult for most guys to be like that. You know, most guys are sort of like, they clam up. What do I say? She's so cute, but, oh, my God, how do I talk to her? And actually, it's very easy to talk to her. You just turn your head off and talk, Uh, (laughs) which sounds like the simplest thing in the world. But to do it is one of the most difficult things in the world. So hopefully, I've given you a couple of ideas now for how to break that mental barrier And to move forward with a conversation that is going to be enjoyable for you and her and to help her to become as attracted to you as she should be, given how awesome a guy you really are. And you've just been hiding your light under a bushel. Remember, you're not boring. You're just repressed. And if you can unrepress yourself, then you can showcase the amazing personality that you've actually got in the right way. All right, so look, I hope that was helpful. I'm going to leave it there for today. I will be back next Monday with another podcast. I'll be back on Wednesday uh, doing a video on um, something or other. So do, if you have anything you'd like me to address in my next video or indeed the next podcast, do give me a shout. This sort of communications type stuff I think is really key and we should probably do more on this. So let me know if you're interested in hearing more on this subject and getting into more details because this stuff is really the nuts and bolts of attraction and of seduction. I think we need to drill down into it further perhaps. So let me know what you think on that. Otherwise, remember the books uh, that I talked about at the top of the show, links in the description, and do get on my daily free email list for daily free updates with tips, advice, news, giveaways, etc, etc. Again, the link is below in the bio. I will leave it there for now. Have a great week. Bye-bye.